Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup Book Series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. This is a great day, and I thank you for listening to Second Wind. This program is focused at women and our lives. You know, I believe we all get to the place in our lives from time to time where we just get stuck. We've had a major transition in our life and we need to move forward, but perhaps through limiting beliefs, our thoughts, we're keeping ourselves playing small. And that's when referring and going to a program like Second Wind helps you move through these times because you listen to such interesting women. Women who have all gone through their own Second Wind. They've all gone through major changes in their lives. So that's why I have this show. And that's why I hope you're here listening today. You know, this is the holiday season. And I'm very excited about my guest today. Because I know she's going to add a lot to our program. But I do want to recognize one thing and and explain why our program today is focused so much on this season. The holidays, particularly Thanksgiving and Christmas, are known to be family and friend holidays. They're wrapped around that whole experience. But for those people that are going through a a loss in their family of some type, some change, some major change, it can be a very dark and depressing time. So, I really am called to that person or those friends of mine out there that are going through this absolutely happy for everyone else holiday, but they may be feeling a little down. We're going to be offering some suggestions today of how you can be more proactive about the holiday. It doesn't change the fact that you've received the loss, that you're going through the loss. But it is taking responsibility for finding something during the holiday that would brighten your day. There are national statistics that refer to this holiday as being one of depression and sadness for many people. So that's why I'm so called to doing this radio show today, focused at P 
people going through loss and how to rework the holiday. Mary, my guest today, is Mary Vogel, and she is an EFT practitioner, a certified lifeline practitioner, and a licensed massage therapy therapist. She has a private practice offering sessions one-on-one, over the phone, in person, one-on-one in person, over the phone, or via Skype and has been assisting women and children achieve balance and health in all areas of their lives since 2004. Mary does a great job in assisting her coaching clients through transition. And that's why we're such buddies on this whole topic is because we care so much for that person going through the transition. So I want to welcome my guest, Mary, to the show today. Mary? Good morning, Joyce. Good morning. Hello there. Now, you're speaking from the cold country, are you not? I I am. I'm from the Chicago, Chicagoland area. We are definitely going to have a white Christmas. Uh, <laughs> it's cold. There's there's white snow everywhere. Um, but I have to say, it's it is beautiful. In fact, there's some light snowflakes in the air as we speak. So it's perfect to be speaking about the holidays today. Oh, well, it sounds pretty, but you know, for a Texan, <laughs> snow is just a trauma. <laughs> I, I know. I grew up in Michigan, so this is nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh, you came south. Is it less I, uh, difficult to get around in Chicago than in Michigan? Yes, I grew up in the Upper Peninsula, so <gasps> um, yeah. So we had a ton of snow, a ton of snow. Um, yeah, it, it always makes me laugh when people freak out about the snow and I'm like, okay, this is nothing. We used to have snow banks that <laughs> I swear were as, as tall as the house. So, <laughs> uh. oh, well, anyway, I know it adds a lot to the Christmas season, but I was really interested in, in uh, having you explain how did you get to be a wellness practitioner and coach? Well, it really started from from my own experience. I was in my 40s and was shocked when my husband um, of almost 18 years told me just one day that he wanted a divorce. And literally, it was like somebody just pulled the rug right out from under me. And I, I felt myself collapse to the floor and everything that I knew, everything that I thought about myself just came crashing down with me. So when I say that I started from the ground up, I, I literally mm. mean that. I was I was yeah. on the floor yeah. in the fetal position, crying, sobbing. I didn't have a job. I I I I lacked self confidence. I didn't know what I wanted to do, what my gifts were. So out of that, out of working with coaches and going back to school and um, you know, really rebuilding my life, I am passionate, passionate about really helping women to um, to reconnect with with who they are, who they really are, rather than who we end up, you know, playing in our yeah. life. Yeah. And and we give we give so much of ourselves away to others that we end up, you know, kind of 
losing our own self. So I'm very right. passionate about empowering women around reconnecting to themselves and to learning how to turn off that stress response. Um, yeah. That, Mary, yeah, we're going to go really to a short break here. We'll be okay. right back. All righty. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power, the power to change your authoring life, and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles, is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryle. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here's coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Well, now, Mary, yeah. I know coming back from the break, we, we sort of cut your story off, but I do want to revisit it a bit because... Having gone through divorce myself, I know that the some of the transitions that you have to go through. So how once you received that news, then we you were pretty well shocked and it took a time to get through that that well, I want to call it the dark days yeah. of of uh transition. So after you had gotten through that, what were some of the major things that you had to come in? Um, you almost have to get your you wrap your brain around them, get control of them. Yes, exactly. Um, well, first of all, you know, yes, I was definitely in shock, and I I took that time that was needed to, you know, feel whatever it was that I needed to feel. Um, allowed myself to cry, allowed myself to curl up on the couch. And you're right, you can 
do that for so long, and then you need to uh, to do something different. Mm. So one day I took out a piece of paper, and I wrote at the top, who am I? Mm. And I literally had to begin to kind of rebuild who I was. I had, My identity was wrapped up in a wife, in, in a mother, in um, so many things. And yes. so I, lit- I literally began kind of a journey of self-exploration, and I started to explore, you know, what is it? What is it that makes me happy? What do I enjoy doing? Things like that. And it sounds very elementary, but it was, it was a great tool for me to begin to reconnect to, my, to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that, yes, I, I needed to, to get back to work. It's not like I had never worked, but it had been many years. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I just, I, I thought, okay, I had been looking at a massage school for two years and never did anything about it, and I thought, you know what, let me just go check it out. And I did, I went to an open house, and it just felt right. I started really listening to kind of how did things feel in my body, and mm-hmm. it just felt like there was a pull there, so I, I didn't know the outcome, I just knew I had to take that first step, Right. and I, and I signed up to go back to school <laughs> in my 40s. Yeah. Okay. When you went back, I mean, you were drawn toward being a massage therapist. And so uh, you, you did that work for how long? And then you, how did you move from there into the other practices that you've created and, and learned? Well, yes, the massage therapy, I consider that as that opened the door for me. Um, it, was, it, was, it was very difficult, I'll be honest, you know, going back to school in my 40s and having to study again and all that. And there were many times when I just cried and I thought, but you know what, I can do this. I'm, I'm ready for something different. And so I began to just really pour my heart and soul into that. And because of massage therapy, I started to get introduced to these other types of healing modalities. And I'll be honest, it was literally, let's take one step in, you know, in front mm-hmm. of the next. I didn't know the outcome. I had no idea of the outcome. And I don't think we ever do, but we just need to take that first step and to just trust. And literally, that is what I did. I signed up for the next class and for the next mm-hmm. class and let me learn this mm-hmm. and learn this mm-hmm. and it all just unfolded beautifully but I had to take the first step I another thing that I was thinking about is that did you find how did you know when you needed to take the next step in other words did you have an inner calling for more or how was it, Mary, that you knew you needed to move on? Well, yes. First of all, I knew that I couldn't stay curled up on the couch, you know, for right. the rest of my life. I knew yeah. that. So, um, and then as, right, as I just kept going forward, um, I would just get, I might hear about um, about something, either a new class or a new technique, and I would kind of just tuck that away, and maybe I'd hear about it again. I really started to listen that, hey, if I heard things, you know, a couple of times or maybe just in conversation, somebody would say something to me. And I began just to kind of trust that, that, hey, maybe there's something here for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not have been, but I really began to look at, at you know, not being so fearful about just even exploring something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, just, hey, let me just try this, see if there's something there. I'll be honest, there were many classes I took, and I was like, okay, that was cool, but it's not what I was looking for. So right. I really, really kind of just started to listen to my, kind of to my to my gut, to reconnect mm-hmm. to that, that intuition that I had lost. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you said that about going to some classes and maybe they didn't resonate with you. And instead of taking that as a, oh, I failed or I made a bad decision, don't you feel those all add to your knowledge base? Oh, most definitely. There is nothing that I look back on and say that it was a waste because I learned something. And it may have been that because of that class, I met a new person that I never would have met had I not taken the class. Yeah, yeah. So, so something, yes, every step that I took really began to, um, you know, just to unfold beautifully. And when I started to recognize it for that, like, ooh, let me give this a try. Who who knows? Who knows what, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm going to get out of it. When that's, that's when it was really fun, when it began to kind of get exciting. Like, ooh, you know, I'm called to do this. <laughs> there's, there's something there. Let's go see what it is. Yes. And what happens when you start getting all of those accomplishments underneath your belt? Oh, wow. Well, you begin to feel kind of reconnected with not only yourself, but with life. Mm. I didn't realize that I, I feel now I can look back and go, wow, there were many times in my life when I just slept walk. You know, I was sleepwalking through yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just on autopilot. So it really is a way to begin to, wow, just kind of kind of open your eyes, maybe even for the first time, and see yourself, see your life as, as differently. And also mm-hmm. to recognize, I don't have to just go along where life pulls me. I get to start to decide what it is I would like to do. Yeah, yeah. It's also pretty good for the self-esteem, don't you think? Oh, 100%. When I was curled up on the floor in the fetal position, there was not a whole lot of self-esteem going on. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, Absolutely. I'm passionate about life now, and I'm passionate about really sharing that with other women, sharing my journey, sharing other women's journey, so they can know it's possible. Right. And I know that you are a coach because we share that common interest, but what makes you unique as in your coaching? Well, in my coaching, I really and truly am not a, I don't approach anything that I do uh, by a cookie cutter type approach. You know, um, I just, I use my intuition and I really connect with the person individually. Um, Again, not or understanding that we, we all have different stress responses. We all have different, um, almost different glasses that we're all looking out at the world through. So I think that makes me different is that I really, every session is new for me. I, I can't predict what is, where it's going to go, what it's going to look like, but they all unfold beautifully when I just really give my, my individual attention to the person that I'm that I'm working with. Mm. Now, Mary, there's a question that that I always like to ask my guests, and it's uh, about the question of what you enjoyed doing as a little girl. 
Now, the reason I like to ask that question is because I believe that we all come into this world knowing what we like to do and to be and to have. So as a little girl, did you play at helping other people? Did you like to play with your dolls? What was it that you spent most of your younger days doing? And do you see that being replayed in your life of today, the passion that you have in your work? Absolutely, 100%. And I, I, like you, I think that if people feel like they've lost their passion, I like to say to the, the, ask them that same question, what did you love to do as a kid? And mm-hmm. what I loved to do um, was to teach. I came, in, I came into this world knowing that I was meant to be a teacher. And here's the funny part. I did go to school for teaching. I've got a teaching degree um, in elementary education, and I find it fascinating now. I'm not, you know, I haven't, I haven't done that for years and years and years, but it's fascinating. What am I doing now? I'm teaching. I'm coaching. So, mm-hmm. yes, 100%, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I'm living what I was put on earth to do. <laughs> oh, isn't that fun? I love that when we replay that in our adult lives. Now, do you yes. do workshops as well? Are you more I, into one-on-one coaching? No, I definitely do. Um, I, I started off just doing the one-on, you know, I started off doing the one-on-one, you know, massage. Yes. Obviously, uh-huh. that has to be one-on-one. Right. Um, but yes, yes, the, the more I'm doing the, the coaching, um, I'll still do the one-on-one, but I've um, also done groups, um, done work in groups, and that's wonderful because you can really pick up on the energy of the group, and everybody benefits, you know, from that. And yeah. I'm also looking in 2014 to start doing more, um, like, you know, um, webinars or teleclasses where mm-hmm. people from people from all over can connect. We, you know, we don't have to just do it, you know, just in your in your neighborhood anymore. So I'm I'm really looking to um, be able to to do that, to offer that to for people to you know hop on a call and uh-huh. be part of a group that way. Right. Well, we tell us in the one minute that we have before break how our listeners can go to your website and get more information. Yes, my website is um, Essential Needs, and that's K-N-E-A-D-S, for F-O-R, health.com. So it's Essential Needs for Health.com. And definitely they can go there and just kind of learn a little bit more about me, um, you know, what, what I offer. Um, I am so open to helping people that, honestly, if somebody sends me an, you know, an email through my website, I love to just help and I, and I answer, right. I answer all the emails. All right. We're going to take a few minutes and go to break and then we'll be okay. back with Mary Sokol. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. LinkedIn. It's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests. 
such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you? Every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Now, Mary, I know the Christmas season, and you know I started out talking about this, the holidays, because for so many people, the holidays are really difficult. It wraps around the family unit. And when, for some reason, our family unit has been broken, either by divorce, by death of a spouse, by death of a child, any of those major, major changes in our lives that we just totally do not expect. How do we make it through the holidays without going into depression? And I've certainly spent my time on the sofa as well in depression as part of my journey. But now I know there are ways to be proactive. And so do you have any suggestions that you'd like to have for your coaching clients? Definitely. Um, one of the things that I really uh, work with my clients on is helping them to start to pay attention um, to their energy and, you know, to be able to shift it to a higher vibration. And um, let me just, are you willing to play along with me for a second? Sure. sure. Okay. Just, I'd like for you to say something out loud. And, and I invite all of, the, all of your listeners to do it as well. Um, okay. So I'd, I'd like you to just say out loud, I have to do something different this holiday season. I have to do something different this holiday season. And now say, I should do something different this holiday I season. I should do something different this holiday season. And I'm expected to do things differently this year. I'm expected to do things differently this year. Now, I'd like you just to notice, how did those words feel to you? The have, I have to do, I should do, I'm expected to do. If you're well, like the, most of my clients, they sound heavy and they drag your energy down, don't they? Yes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And I think that when we're in that state of, um, you know, of experiencing that change, that's kind of the energy. That's the vibe that we are bringing to our day. I have to do this. I have to. And that just brings us down. So I really like people to, my clients, to be able to shift that to a higher vibration and now I'd like you to just say out loud, I get to do something different this holiday season. I get to do something different this holiday season. I'm excited to do something different. I'm excited to do something different. And I'm op 
open to exploring new possibilities this year? I'm open to exploring new possibilities this year. Now, just notice how those words make you feel. Yeah, they're lighter. Lighter. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they're lighter. They're words that can raise our vibration. And they lift our energy. And what I get my clients to recognize is, wow, when our energy is lifted, more ideas can come to us. Inspiration can come to us. Things that we might not have thought about can come to us when our energy is raised. And it's crazy how a simple shift in wording can really make all that difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enough choosing something. Yeah, so I really just, you know, I think that can be a first step for people to really recognize, wow, where's my vibration? What am I vib vibrating at? And another great way to shift your energy is put on some, some music that you love and start to dance, start to move. And I know, trust me, when you're in that place of, hey, I just want to curl up on the couch, it's hard to do that. But again, if you can take that first step and just say, I'm just, I'm going to try something different. Mm -hmm. the, the act of moving, the act of moving, the music, it literally helps to raise your vibration. And again, when our energy is higher, our vibration's higher, that's when inspiration comes, ideas come. Right. Can come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm always a lot happier with my music on. Yes, yes. See, you, yeah. And when you dance, it totally, it brings it into the body and can shift, really and truly shift that energy. Mm -hmm. But I will point out that I think, you know, I, I know that the music is going to help me, but it's also knowing, taking the step, recognizing you need to take the step to put the record on, to press the go button, to get you moving. Exactly. And sometimes that, you know, even in my own life and what I see with my clients, it's, it's a matter of even though it, you know, even though I don't think I have this energy, let mm -hmm. me try something different. Right. Yeah. And, and you're right. Just getting up off the couch, putting on that music just doing something different. I think that is the key, is giving ourselves permission. Let me try something different. Mm -hmm. I so agree with you. Now, what are some ideas if somebody has put themselves in a better mindset now so that they're lighter, they're willing to press the go button for the music? What would be some other good ideas that they could use during the holidays to change their experience well another thing that i like to do with them is right after the energy is raised and a great way to raise that energy is to even close your eyes and let your mind paint a picture and you may feel like oh i'm just imagining this or whatever but allow yourself your mind to paint the picture of you let's say a year ahead and really letting your mind paint the picture. What would I look like, you know, one year from now, um, doing things that doing things that I love? You know, what kind of people would be in this experience? You know, just letting your imagination, your mind paint that picture. And then when your energy is raised, either through that little meditation where you, you allow your mind to just take you there, whether you turn on the music and you dance, once your energy is raised, from that place, 
we can create. So I would I encourage my clients to just write down maybe three new choices that they could make this holiday season. Yeah. It may be doing it may be doing a new activity, it may be going to a new place, connecting with different people, but those ideas are going to come to them once they've raised that energy a bit. Right. Yeah. And the biggest the biggest thing is that I encourage is don't judge what comes to you. Just write it down. Mm-hmm. I like to encourage people to get out of the house as one of their items on your list, on their list. Yes. It's really important that they change their environment. And I think going to lunch, perhaps asking a friend of yours to go to lunch with you or dinner, or even you could be of service to someone else as well, could be another woman that has gone through transition. And she would like to go out and encourage her, asking her to share the evening with you for dinner, for a movie, and I might recommend a happy movie. Yeah. <laughs> or a Christmas concert would be wonderful as well. Yes, and I'll share with you, if, if we have time, um, I was several years ago walking at the dog park it was it was I think it was Christmas Eve day walking at the dog park and I had met a woman that I hadn't seen in years and I just said oh how are you and she told me that she was going through a divorce her kids were with her their dad you know she was just feeling really sad and literally in that moment I just said to her oh my goodness you know come over tonight you know before before you go to mass Christmas Eve mass come over Anyway, she did. She came over. We had some champagne. We Ah. we talked. You know, we talked. I love that, Mary. (laughs) Yes. We had some appetizers. And do you know, that was so many years ago. To this day, still today, she reminds me of that because it was was literally what, what she needed. And it shifted her holiday. It shifted her Christmas Eve. So absolutely, reach out to you know, to somebody, a friend. I showed up on a friend's doorstep once, just ringing her doorbell out of the blue and just said, I just need a hug. And and I was oh. crying. Yeah. Oh. So do something different. Like you said, get yourself out of the house. Don't, don't be embarrassed. Don't, you know, right. just because it really does work when we connect with others. They want to help. Well, Mary, you, you've also said something very important is to ask for what you need. And there are yes. so many friends out there that love you. They just don't know how what you need. And so many times that's what is required. If you need a hug, I give you a big star for that, Mary. Yeah. At the time, you probably felt kind of silly. But it's what you needed. And you yes. asked somebody for it. I think that's great. Yes. And, and I really think one thing that I've learned from my own life and through working you know, with women in transition is giving yourself permission. Giving yourself permission to do something new begins with making that decision to trust your inner desire. Oh, yeah. And your inner desire, yeah, your inner desire, you know, you may have an inner desire to do something, but, you know, we have all, sometimes we just wait for others to give ourselves permission to do something or confirmation that we're doing the right thing. And I'm just saying, let's begin to give ourselves permission 
to make that decision by trusting our own inner guidance. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a muscle that needs to be developed in a lot of women from whether whether they've gone through transition of any kind is trusting more in their intuition. You're so right. Let's take a few moments here. We'll take a break and we will be back with Mary Vocal. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Hi everybody, this is Pete Six of Beatles and Beyond. Why don't we all come together and hear some of the tracks off the latest Beatles release on this radio station. Why don't you look up the schedules on this radio station and join me and Beatles listeners everywhere to hear the latest releases from the Beatles on Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back from our time away for our little break. We're so happy that you've come back and that we're visiting with the fabulous Mary Vogel today. And we've been talking about the holiday season. We've been talking about major life transitions. So, Mary, we were talking briefly before the break about um, trusting in yourself. And what were you saying about that? You said you wanted to add a few things. Yes. um, You know, instead of us waiting for others, to give us permission to do something. Um, just like, you know, I mentioned writing down three three new choices, something different that you could do this holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of waiting for others to give you permission to do that or confirmation that it's the quote-unquote right thing to do, I just wanted to give your listeners a couple of questions that they can ask themselves to really start to to develop that muscle of listening to the, to their inner their inner self, and one of them is okay. Looking at let's say you look at those three new choices, you can ask yourself: um, Is this something that I really want to do, or is it something I think I should do, based on what someone else is telling me? Okay, so yes. that's the. First, that's the first thing. Is this something I really want to do or do I think I should do it? And if, it's, if it comes from, no, I think I should do it, you know, cross it off, go back <laughs> to the drawing board. And, and you can take it a step further. Again, look at each choice individually and ask yourself just three questions. Is this something that I want to do? Is this something I want to be or to have? And let yourself just kind of sit with that. And if it's a, 
you know, yeah. Then go on to the next question. Is being, doing, or having this thing taking me closer to my goal? Now, that goal may be more joy in your life, more peace in your life, whatever it is. Is this, is this new choice, is this, you know, going to help me bring me closer to my goal? And the last question, does being, doing, or having this violate the rights of others? Meaning, does it, if I choose to do this, does it take away another person's right to choose? And, you know, what we want is two yeses and one no. We want a no to the last one. Because if, if, we, if I choose to do something that takes away another person's right to choose, that's, that's not going to help anybody. Right. So once, once you've had those yeses, that yes, it brings me closer to my goal, it is something I want to have or be or do, then absolutely you can, you can trust that that is, um, that is a choice that um, you can't go wrong in, in exploring it because you are the only expert on you. Yes. Yeah. Now, normally when you work with a client, do you have a set program or do you vary with the client's needs? Again, yeah, again, I don't really do the cookie-cutter approach. Uh-huh. I like to meet the client where they're at kind of learn, you know, where, where would they like to be? Where, um, where are they headed? And sometimes, I'll be honest, it, they're not even sure, just like I wasn't sure when I right. first started off. Yeah. So, um, but then we, I, I empower them with tools to help them to, to move forward. First, yes, we definitely work together for, for a bit. And, but I'm about empowering people in moving forward, trusting that they have the ability, the tools, the strategies to mm-hmm. continue to continue on in their life. So it's it's pretty it is pretty individual. I do have different types of programs. Maybe one around weight. You know, if people are looking to release weight, um, things like that. But right. when it when it comes to you know somebody just starting out, everybody is very different. So it is pretty right. individual. Now. I know that you use EFT, so would you like to explain that a little bit? That's one of your powerful tools. Oh, my goodness, exactly. That is probably my, definitely my go-to tool, um, emotional uh-huh. freedom technique or EFT or tapping. And, um, yes, it is just the most incredible way that I have learned to really calm the nervous system and to help us to clear out that negative energy-draining thoughts and feelings it, it it allows us to release that that lower vibration that i was talking about those lower energies and yes. help us help us to raise our vibrations so we can have more focus more clarity more energy and better health yeah now you also have uh demonstrated the use of this uh technique on youtube correct yes i have i do have some youtube videos out and I think one that might really benefit your listeners, um, I, I, I made one to help, you know, some of my clients. And if they were to just go to YouTube and then put in the search, screw you, Hallmark. So that's screw you, <laughs> Y-O-U, screw you, Hallmark. Because, again, just, just like you said at the beginning, you know, everybody paints this picture like we're, it's supposed to be this wonderful season with family and friends. Well, screw you, Hallmark. For some people, it's not. <laughs> You're referring to Hallmark cards. Is that correct? I am. I am. I am. 
So, yes, so if they're curious about, you know, EFT tapping, how it can help them, the video is kind of long just because Mm -hmm. um, I leave pauses so that they can literally tap along with it and really see how it can, how it can turn off that, that fight or flight, that, that energy draining, um, you know, emotions and get to a better place where then they can say, hey, I want to do something different. I yeah. choose to do something different. Well, Mary, before we leave, please tell our visitors how they can get to you, get to your website, and learn more about working with you. I would love that. Um, definitely, you know, they can go to YouTube and look up either Mary Vogel, and my last name is V as in Victor, O-G-E-L, um, or Tap into Health. My website is Essential Needs, K-N-E-A-D-S, for F-O-R health.com, or they can reach me at mary at essentialneedsforhealth.com. And I would love to connect with, with anybody. If they have any questions um, whatsoever, um, any comments, I would love to, um, love to connect in one of those ways. Oh, Mary, you have just been an awesome guest today. I thank you so much for being with me. Uh, it's, you, it's been fun to share the, uh, the information and just learn more about Mary Vogel and her great work that she's doing with women. So well, thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. being. Yes, and thank you to your listeners. We... I want to take just a few moments here to thank my listeners for being with me this year. It's been a learning experience for me in many ways. I've grown with every show. I've stubbed my toe on several shows. But, you know, that's just part of getting better. And I thank you for hanging in there with me through those shows and maybe laughing with me a little bit. It's been a great adventure to be here and I look forward to 2014. So I hope you'll continue to listen. And my one achieve, one of my major achievements this year was to get my website up. So I want you to go to Joyce Buford Empowers and check me out. So you'll see everything I'm about. You'll see the radio show. You'll see other things. So I hope that you will take the time. Go visit me on website, Joyce Buford Empowers. And then I look forward to seeing you here again in 2014 with our awesome guest, Dina. So you'll be getting information about this Please tune in. I look forward to knowing you're out there listening. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest. Second Win with host, author, and coach Joyce Buford returns next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central right here on the TogiNet Radio Network.